are now listening to the Santos Says Podcast, episode number 53. Come and take a walk with me once again, your host and proud owner of Santos Threads. Of course, make sure to visit santos-threads.com. Um, check out the, the merch. We got the fall 2022 merch. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a like, comment, subscribe, everything. And of course, follow me on social media. Santos Thread Shop on Instagram, Santos Thread Shop on TikTok, and away we go. Santos here, solo, uh, doing a solo episode. I actually love doing solo episodes because I get to kind of give you the unadulterated version of, of me, if you will. I mean, not that I don't always, I, I usually do, but you got to keep in mind that when you have guests, it's a little different, right? Because you're, you're sharing the stage, if you will, which I love doing. Shout out to everybody who I've ever had as a guest. Um, I'm going to have some really cool guests on the way um, soon as we continue on. So on this episode, because I know um, the last episode we talked about kicks, I got to kick it with Guy and Kicks, the sneaker YouTuber who's an outstanding um, content creator, does a great job. I loved hearing about um, his story, the whole thing. And so on this episode, we're going to talk fashion. I want to continue to talk fashion, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. On this episode, it's going to be about what I recommend as 10 ways to avoid being a hype beast. So I'm going to give you my 10 tips. I don't know if we would call them tips. It's kind of like my view, my point of view. I love fashion. Everybody knows. Um, anybody who knows me understands. Obviously, look, I, I, I'm a clothing entrepreneur, so... I love fashion. I love designing. I love, you know, getting dressed, putting my best foot forward, expressing myself through fashion, uh, through clothing, accessories, apparel, all that stuff. So on this episode, I'm going to talk about the 10 ways to avoid being a hype beast. I'm going to give you my 10 ways that you can avoid being a hype beast this fall, winter, and beyond. So without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm going to give you number one. Here is number one. Do not buy Jordan sneakers or Yeezy sneakers. I repeat, do not buy Jordan or Yeezy sneakers. Now, there are some exceptions to this rule. I'll get to it right now. But because Jordans and I would say most Jordans and most Yeezys are super hype, because they have all this hype associated with them and you see a lot of people kind of... um. Because you see a lot of people wearing uh, Jordans and Yeezys, um, you know, which have hype. Most of them have tons of hype on them. Because of that, just by the definition of going after the latest releases and stuff makes you a hype beast. Now, the exception to these rules is the following. If you somehow showed up with some custom Jordans that nobody has, I'm not talking about buying some joints from China not talking about Air Jordan 1s or 11s that made that are replicas. I'm not talking about reps. I'm talking about legit, like some made, custom-made joints. Kudos to you. I give you props. Some custom-made Yeezys. I don't know if you can ever customize them. I'm sure there's some that you can, some that you can't. It's a little more difficult uh, based on the material composition, all that stuff. But um, if you... With those exceptions, if you're wearing also if you're wearing Jordans that are customized or 
Yeezys that are customized um, that are different, then yeah, I'll give you props. Um, I'll definitely give you props, but about 97 to 98% of the Jordans and Yeezys, if you're just chasing these releases, then yeah, you're a hype beast. Do not buy them, okay? They got plenty of people wearing them, and everybody kind of goes after the same thing, and it's, it just, it's not fun seeing people all, you know, wearing the same thing. It's not. It's not fun at all. So stop that and just, yeah. Um, unless you're copying something that's customized or if you're copying something, if you're copying a Jordan that's like 15, 16, 17, 18, you know, obviously past 15, I'll give you props for those because nobody wears those. So that's kind of like a, a slippery slope. But um, yeah, something like that, something totally different or customized. Other than that, don't do it. All right, here's number two. Number two on the on my list of 10 ways to avoid being a hype beast. The second thing you should avoid, stop trend hopping. And what I mean by trend hopping is this. Don't buy brands of clothing just because you see XYZ person wearing it. There are so many people who will not buy any brand. They won't even mess with it unless they see a celebrity or if they see everybody and their mother wearing the same brand. Where would you like? Like, for example, if you went on santos-threads.com and you saw clothing that you liked, why not buy it, right? Buy it. Don't just do it because, you know, somebody else is doing it. Do it because you like the clothing, right? You like the designs that Santos put together. Just to make an example. So that. Um, don't just trend. Don't go on. Don't hop on trends and wear things that you've never worn before. Um, just because everybody else is doing it. Um, you get no points for that. You get no style points. Um, it's easy to trend hop just because you saw whatever, Justin Bieber wearing this, wearing that, um, wearing that brand, this brand. Doesn't mean you have to do the same thing. You are not Justin Bieber. You are not, um, what's the name of the other Kardashians, whatever, Kylie Jenner and blah, blah, blah. No, you're not. You're not those people, so you don't got to keep up with them. Number three, this... This is number three now. Do not be a brand whore. Now, it goes a little... It's Now, listen to this, right? Let me tell you what I mean by a brand whore. I can't tell you how many people I've seen that they're wearing Nike, right? They're wearing, let's say they're wearing Nike. They got a Nike shirt with Nike pants, Nike sneakers, and a Nike hat. They got like four or five items of Nike. Like, bro, that's excessive. You don't need to wear five things with the damn... With the freaking swoosh that says Nike. That's excessive. That's unnecessary. You don't need to do that. You do not need to do that. You don't. So what I mean by that is you don't need to be wearing a brand from head to toe. Like just because you're wearing, you know, some Nike doesn't mean that everything you wear is Nike. Or just because you're wearing Adidas doesn't mean everything you're wearing is Adidas. So on and so forth. You get the point. You can mix and match within reason. As long as you're not mixing logos, like you can't do Jordan with with uh with Adidas or Nike with Adidas or Puma with Adidas or New Balance with Nike you, those you can't do those are co competitors but if you're wearing stuff that's like you know some of it has a logo another part doesn't have a logo you can mix and match a little bit here and there as long as the logos are not clashing and they're not direct competitors that's kind of like a rule and a lot of people don't realize it's a rule but it's a rule I didn't just make it up it's a rule like legit it's a freaking rule so that's what I'm saying you don't need to be a brand whore like as unless look unless um 
you know, unless you're being paid to to wear, you know, all that, you know, all those um all those things of the same brand and show off the logo, then you have no excuse. Number four, you don't need to have a logo on everything. Now, this is a very tricky thing because I think generally speaking, a lot of people associate logos and designs, graphics with people who are younger. And yes, in a lot of cases, this can be this can be the case. People who are younger would tend to wear more graphic tees, graphic uh, hoodies, sweatshirts, what have you, graphic jackets, uh, letterman, all that stuff, right? But you, you know, there's ways that you can play, you know, you can play off of designer things that are, you know, in ways that you can play off of um, logos and graphics. Like, for example, I have this shirt on, if you're watching me on YouTube, I have this shirt that I, that I created, uh, Lucha Contra Toda Autoridad, Lucha Contra Toda Autoridad, right? That basically means, like, fight against all authority, right? Being a rebel. So I have this, but like I'm not wearing anything else with a logo. I let this be my main um, staple. I let this be my 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 piece that talks for me, for my outfit. So that's just an, as an, an example. And the rest of my outfit is, um, I don't want to call it plain, but the rest of my outfit is minimalist, right? No logos, no, that's the way you should do it that, in a way. Don't mix too many logos and 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 don't make your outfit look too cluttered and, and chaotic. So there are a lot of minimalist pieces that go great. I mean, you got great jeans, um, you have joggers, you have jackets, you have bombers, you have leather jackets, you have trench coats, you have a lot of pieces, minimalist pieces that you can wear that go really well with with your brand name pieces and your, your staples, you know, your hats and things that, that, um, have branding or logos on them. So just keep that in mind and, and keep a balance there. Number five, stop. Oh, this is a good one right here. Stop wearing band tees or artists or musician tees of groups or artists that you've never listened to. Now this is tough to prove because there are, you know, people love wearing all these band tees and, you know, who are we to say, well, you never listen to so-and-so or you don't like so-and-so. Well, you know what? I know. Okay. If I'm seeing a 14-year-old now, granted, teenagers get a bit of a pass. They don't know better. They're learning still. So let's, let's, I'm not going to go crazy on teenagers, but let's just say, for example, I'm seeing a 14-year-old with a Nirvana t-shirt. There is no way not no way, but it's very likely that they can't name three Nirvana songs. But they're rocking the Nirvana tea like like they're from their era. Like, we don't want to be doing this. Like, and, and it's the same type of bands you're seeing. You're seeing like Guns N' Roses. You're seeing ACDC. You're seeing Metallica. Like, these are the kind of uh, Grateful Dead. You're seeing all these groups that are super iconic. And and you're seeing people of a certain age wearing their, their T-shirts like it's nothing. Like, like all over the place. I mean, you know, Rolling Stones and all that, like, like chill, like we get it. Okay. You want to look cool. You want to be down. Let's try to minimize these band tees. Unless you're like a diehard fan, then they're really not fashionable in that sense. Like people just want to look cool. 
They think they look cool. Like it makes you look like a clown because everybody knows that you weren't around for that for that era. You weren't around for Grateful Dead. You weren't around for Guns N' Roses. And you look like an idiot. You couldn't name two or three songs of that artist or that band. My opinion, but that's what I think. I think if stick to artists you know. You know, you rocking. If you're of a certain age, you're 16 years old, you want to wear a Pop Smoke t-shirt, God bless. Like, that was that was your era, right? Um, even Tupac, I could see that because you may be into Tupac. Um, you're a hip-hop fan. But, I mean, you're talking about people who are hip-hop who look straight up hip hop wearing these rock and roll band tees from the seventies? Like, stop it! You weren't listening to. You can't name five songs from those artists. So that's just my two cents. This is a delicate one, but again, I said it because I felt like it needed to be said, and so that's where I'm at with that. Um, number six. All right, this is a good one. Unless you are a, <laughs> all right. Here we go. People who know me who have listened to the podcast will know that I have said something similar to this before, but I'm going to reiterate the point. Unless you are a medical professional or you work on your feet, take off those damn Crocs with socks and slides or slides. Do not wear them outside your house unless you are a professional who works on his or her feet. You can be a barber, a beautician. Um, you can work Uber, DoorDash, whatever you want to call it. On your feet, delivery man, whatever, fine. Wear them. It's comfortable. You like wearing them. You need support on your feet. Wear them. If you are going on a date, if you are running errands, if you're walking around because you think it looks cool with Crocs and socks, or slides with socks. You look like a buffoon. You look like a freaking moron. Case closed, period. I don't care who made them. I don't care who made them. And as long as I am here with this platform that I created, I will continue to raise my voice against the nonsense that is Crocs with socks. As long as I am here with this platform, I will continue to say it. You look like a moron. You look like a buffoon. Crocs with socks don't look good. And I don't know. I will continue to yell it to the high heavens. I will continue to yell it to the high heavens. You look like a fucking buffoon. Stop wearing Crocs with socks. Stop wearing socks with slides, especially if you're older. Like, like it, it, this is kind of going with a little bit with my point, what I said about, you know, a 14-year-old wearing certain things, right? If you're of a certain age, you get away with it. If you are 30 years old and you are outside with these dusty, dirty-ass socks with cotton balls and slides, you know, like going to the mall or something, like shame on you. You should know a lot better by now. You should. And so it looks bad. Um, Take them off. It's never been cool. I don't care if you put no charms, 100 charms, what they call them. I forget what they call them. Um, anybody watching or listening right now, please let me know on social media or somebody, let me know what the hell are those freaking things called? Are they called charms or widgets or with the little, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the whole plugs or whatever those damn things are called for the sock, for the Crocs. Anyway, um, 
on that note, just none of that. I don't care if Yeezy made them. I don't care if Adidas made them. Nike, whoever. I don't care if Gucci made them. Balenciaga, whatever. I, not buying it. No good. So keep that in mind. So number seven. Here we go with number seven now. On the 10 ways. Number seven of the 10 ways um, to not be a hype beast or to stop being a hype beast, depending on how you, uh, or to avoid being a hype beast, right? Number seven, stop buying sneakers that are only collabs. A lot of people do this. There is a group of people who only will buy sneakers if they are, believe it or not, it's true. Like it's a true thing. It's a real thing. It's legit. There are people who will only buy sneakers. There's a, a segment of people who will only buy sneakers if there is a collab, if they are a collaboration only. So if they are Jordan, whatever, Travis Scott, or, um, you know, New Balance, Teddy Santis, Ame Leon Dor, whatever it is, they only will buy sneakers if they are collabs or Nike with Drake or whoever you want to call, whatever. Don't do that. You don't need to just buy sneakers because they're a collab, like with a celebrity or a brand. Like there are so many great sneakers out there that are what I would call general release sneakers or GR, as they call them, that are outstanding, like great quality, especially New Balance. I mentioned New Balance on the last episode, episode 52. Um, on that episode, I did mention um, how I love New Balance right now. I love their quality. Their general release quality is outstanding. Like you can get legitimately like a 574, a 550, um, you name it. Any of those models, general release and the quality stands up with any collaboration that you name. So that's just one example. Um, some of the Adidas things as well. The the a lot of the Adidas GRs, general releases, the um Forum 84, um, some of the Stan Smith, some of the superstars, the quality stands up. So just to just to put that little bug in your ear. Um, so your sneakers don't need to be a collab to be stylish. There are a lot of stylish sneakers out there that are not coming from a collab. You don't need to to and that's that's a big part of being part of the hype, right? There are people who have the what they call FOMO, right? FOMO. What they call it? Fear of missing out. Well, you know what? You're not missing anything. These companies are, what they're doing is they're profiting off, they're taking advantage of the hype. They're capitalizing on the hype. Um, the materials are really that not that different by and large from a GR release, general release, and they're charging you more money for them. So don't be a fool. Don't be fooled into, you know, shelling out extra money to try to get collaborations only. Now, Full disclosure, before I wrap up this particular point with this, I have bought sneakers that are collabs. I'm not saying I haven't. So I would be a hypocrite to say I have not bought sneakers that are collabs. However, I am not checking exclusively for collabs. I love my New Balance GRs. I love Adidas General Release. I've had Nike General Release. Like, I buy stuff that's mostly not uh, collabs. And so I, I, for me to focus in on a collab, I got to really like it. So that's just me. That's the whatever. That's not here nor there. So just, just my thing, my two cents on that. Number eight, 
mix in the classics with the contemporary. How many times have you seen that guy who's 36, 37, 40 years old with the baggy ass jeans and the Timberland boots and the fitted cap that is three sizes too big looking like they got stuck in 2003? A show of hands. I've seen them. I've seen plenty. My point is, yes, fashion evolves and you have to adapt. You got to be adaptable. But overall, above all, you need to mix in the classics with a contemporary style. Keep an eye and ear on what's going on now in fashion. Always remain current. Keep a finger on the pulse, but do not be one of those who gets stuck in that era. And the reason, the way you do that is you mix in the classics. What do I mean by the classics? You mix in the classics. So, for example, you got a lot of people walking around with these mom or dad jeans, right? Mom or dad jeans, all right, they're on trend right now, but maybe in two years they're not going to be in trend, on trend, right? You mix in the classics. Your classics are going to be your solid sweaters, solid crew neck sweater, a Henley shirt. The Henley shirts are those shirts that can be long sleeve or, or short sleeve that have uh, generally have three or four buttons over the top. They don't have a collar. They have a round circle. Uh, they're a crew neck. They don't have like a collar like a polo does, but they have four, three or four buttons with a with the flak right here on the top, uh, in the middle of the, by the neck, right? So Henley shirt, uh, polo shirts, plain polo shirts, uh, long sleeve tees. You're talking flannels, beanies, that gray sweatshirt. That black sweatshirt, that um, that zip-up hoodie, that plain black or gray or navy blue zip-up hoodie. These things are essential. These are always in style. They will never go out from now to the end of time. You got to mix in those classics because you can't just hop on trends. You have to be, part of being current is, is paying attention to the classics too because the classics will always be something to wrap up, you know, to kind of put a bow on that outfit. So make sure you do that. Uh, keep a nice uh, a bomber a bomber jacket. You know, it could be a, a, a any material, a bomber, a suede, uh, a leather, a leather bomber, things like that. Construction boots. Construction boots are classic. Construction boots, hiking boots. These are all things that are classic. Um, whether apparel or sexy, uh, accessory uh, items that are always going to be in from now until the end of time. Keep your mind on, keep your eye on those things. Make sure you use those to, to wrap up, um, you know, to round out your outfit. Number nine, this is for you, hype beast, the luxury hype beast. If you wear Gucci, Prada, Balenciaga, Dior, you are a hype beast, my friend. That's right. I said it. Gucci, Prada, Balenciaga, um, Dior. I'm sure I'm missing. Oh, Louis Vuitton. You are a hype beast. Why? Because these brands are basically, the material is not what it used to be. These brands, I hate to tell you, they cut a lot of corners. They produce things just for the logo. You are paying for the logo. You're paying for that LV. You're paying for that G. You're paying for the CD logo. They call it CD. Um, 
Balenciaga. You're paying for the logos. So you, my friend, are a hype beast if you are buying any of these things. Because both, more than likely, unless you're rich and you're flooded with cash, you are going above and beyond paying top dollar to buy shit quality just for the name, just to say, oh, I got a Gucci belt, or oh, I got this, I got whatever, I got the Gucci hat, I got the Burberry, just for the brand, my friend. Burberry, you're paying just for that plaid, and um, it's just what it is. You're paying just for the logos and the brands, so you're not getting extra quality out of that. Like Those days, have, for the most part, there's some exceptions, but for the most part, most of these brands, you're just paying for the hype just to be seen uh, wearing them. There's really no... Uh, significant benefit in um in wearing uh, pieces from these brands, unfortunately. So, number 10, and the final point, this is very important. I want to make sure that I, I stretch for this. This is very important. I'm going to take a swig of water right now. All right. Number 10. Uh, my 10 ways to avoid being a hype beast list. Support smaller independent clothing brands. Too many times, and I can speak from the minority standpoint, too many times as minorities, um, you know, I mean, a lot of us, we're all guilty of it at some point. We, we, we fall victim to the hype and we support these luxury brands that are, a lot of them are from Europe or abroad. Some of them are from the U.S., but most of them are actually from Europe and abroad. And we fail to realize, wait a second. These brands don't truly represent us. And I feel like it's important to support smaller, independent clothing brands. If we, if we do that, I think we'll be better off as, as a nation, as people as well. Support these smaller brands. If you see a brand, and it doesn't necessarily look, everybody knows I have Santos Threads, but it doesn't necessarily have to be my brand. But it can be a brand that resonates with you. If there is a smaller streetwear brand, uh, uh, a lesser known streetwear brand that really resonates with you, you love the designs, you love the, the quality, the craftsmanship, something really stands out with them, support that brand. These small brands are so crucial to the ecosystem as I believe that they get lost in this big you know, world landscape of hype and high fashion and and just you know instant gratification and all that stuff. So keep that in mind. Take the time to support, especially smaller independent clothing brands that are, you know, have a mission in mind. They may be telling a story. They may be minority owned, uh, women owned, um, LBGTQ owned, things like that. Brands like that that just have a whole different story and and really. Um, tell an underdog story that resonate with you. Try to get behind these brands. I think it's so important to have that balance. Everything can't just be the major corporations. I think it's great to have smaller independent brands and we're supporting um, independent entrepreneurs who may be minorities or people who are who may live alternative, alternative lifestyles, things like that. I think it's super important or who have a mission um, in their business purpose and stuff like that. I think it's so cool to support those things. And so there are so many companies, just look them up on Google. They're all over. Um, and again, I mean, it, it's 
obviously I mentioned Santos Threads, which is my company. They don't have to necessarily be Santos Threads. It can be anything. But something. look for something that resonates, that really speaks to you, that you can get behind. And so with that said, that's my list. That's my 10. Those are my 10 ways to avoid being a hype beast. So with that being said, um, let me know, guys. What do you think? Are there any ways that you feel you could avoid being a hype beast? What Maybe there was something I overlooked. Maybe do you guys agree with these points? Or is there something that you may, did I overlook something? Or is there maybe something that you don't agree with or I'm off base on? Let me know, comment below uh, if you're watching on YouTube or uh, hit me up on social media, of course, uh, Santos Thread Shop uh, Instagram, Santos Thread Shop TikTok, uh, TikTok, and of course, uh, the YouTube uh, Santos Says podcast channel. And that was episode number 53. Uh, I want to thank all of you for listening as always. And of course, don't just say what you mean or mean what you say. Say it with your chest.